welcome back to A Journey with Dante and our talks about the Divine Comedy and Dante in general. And we're going to talk in this episode a little bit about chapter 6 in the Purgatory. So we're still looking at this really beautiful and interesting commentary in Italian. And there are a couple of new things here that are really standing out. So we're still in Antipurgatory. This is the sometimes seen as a bit of a stretch, kind of the narrative isn't moving that much. Uh, but at the same time, there are some important things and kind of an underlying argument that is being made. So uh, we just also want to point out a couple of beautiful passages of poetry. For example, when Virgil, so they're still in, uh, in this group of souls and then uh, Dante is recognizing many different personalities from his time in, in uh, the 1300s Italy. Uh, and then he has some questions to Virgil about if it's right or not that prayers can can change anything and like the the divine laws if if they can be influenced by prayer or not and then virgil is giving a little bit of an explanation and then he says you will have to ask for the rest of this until a bit later and then he also says like until you meet the one and then he's giving a poetic description of beatrice as uh, quella, so this is in Italian as well. Quella noi ti dice che lume fia tra il vero e lo intelletto. So meaning she who is the light between the truth and the intellect. And it's a beautiful way of seeing the theology as that which illuminates. If you think of Beatrice as a symbol of theology, illuminates kind of the path or the, the space in between the truth and then the intellect that can move towards the truth and understand and apprehend more of the truth. So that little tercet is uh, it's just a little beauty in itself. And then they meet, there's one soul standing by, its, uh, by himself, which is Sordello, which is a poet. And then he's also from Mantua, the same town as Virgil. Mantua is also a really beautiful town in north of Italy which is highly recommended to visit. It's very peaceful and kind of has a, a, just the architecture is beautiful and there's a bit of a little lake there and it's a nice uh, kind of romantic magic atmosphere of the town. So when that, when this happens, so here comes the bigger point for this episode. Then they embrace and they are so happy to be kind of meeting someone from their own town. And uh, also the, the the poet of Sordello is saying, "Io sono Sordello della tua terra." Like I'm Sordello from your, from your soil. And then they have a big embrace, and then comes a long, long attack on Italy from Dante as a writer, from line seventy-six all the way to one hundred and fifty-one. It's a really long, um, detailed analysis or description of all the violence and the death and the conflicts and wars between the city-states, which kind of springs from that the, all the souls we met that have died violent deaths and then repented in the last second. But this passage is more than just like Dante's frustration about his times and that he was thrown into exile in 1302 and was spending than the last about 20 years of his life in exile. A part of this is making a larger argument about the, the need and the utility of purgatory as a way of learning 
more about morality and finding the virtues and finding the right path. So in some sense, what he's attacking here is, is what happens when all of the virtues are gone and you only have the vices, then you will end up in the situation that they had at the time in Italy. He says, is there any city, any place, any little corner with, with kind of civilized peace in the whole country? And he then makes this argument through writing the comedy, kind of both as a guide for you as a person to learn about the virtues and finding a way to uh, more of the brightness towards like a, a paradise, also in the earthly life or felicita, as he says. But he also makes the argument that this applies to Florence and also to Italy in his time, because it was in so much chaos and violence that he attributed this to um, kind of unbalanced, <laughs> uh, kind of too much of the vices, and then doing the climb of the purgatory would be necessary also for the culture of Italy in his time. So it's a way of making uh, or to try to build a motivation for learning about these seven terraces and then more of the virtue to, uh, as a, you had the purification, but it's also that practically have a more clear view on understanding of the world and how you make choices and how this also applies to his contemporary Italy. So it's much, much more than just Dante's uh, internal anger and disappointment and frustrations uh, towards his contemporary times. It's also uh, giving us the reason for why this is necessary in, like, <laughs> for him and, and uh, the whole kind of, not inspiration, but... Uh, uh, just giving us uh, like a, a proof or at least an indication that this is necessary. So, um, hope that made some sense. Uh, it's often seen as just like, again, Dante goes on these rants about his contemporary times, but it's put there for a very, a very practical reason to just show that without the virtues, this is what you get. And then he says indirectly, with the virtues, you will have a path to a much better and civilized situation for his times. Okay, so that's what we're going to say for this one. And um, they now have a helping guide with Sordello. He's going to stay with them now from chapter 6 until they get to the Princess of Valley and until Dante is uh, lifted up to the gate in chapter 9. So he stays with them for a little bit of time. And um, with that, hope some of this was helpful and uh, see you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to A Journey with Dante. If you enjoyed some of this, you can listen to the other episodes or also go to our YouTube channel, which is called A Journey with Dante. And you can also support us and get extra materials at patreon.com slash ancientworld. Thank you so much for listening and see you again in another episode.